Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. Oh, ho, 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 season your... It's a dimly lit room deep up in the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, on a Tuesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. You know, I'm thinking of going with Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah? It appears she is serious about running for uh, governor of California. Or at least serious about appearing serious. Right. So I said she wasn't serious yesterday. I don't mean she's not serious about running, but she's... She's not taking it as seriously as you need to if you want to be governor. Yeah. To, to not be prepared on honest on regular questions and Well, anyway. she was hit with a question about transgender people. You'd think, you know, that's a pitch you'd see coming. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So at the risk of already having given this story too much air. Um, she is going to be on uh, Hannity tomorrow night. Ah, so it's awfully dang early though. The election is not till f- fall or later. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if we don't care at this point much, neither does anybody else. Right. That's yeah. Although she does have a new campaign ad out. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll play that later. Gonna start the Kate Mentum, the Gen. Nah, never mind. Gotcha. Like the sound of it? She's going to vault her way into the state house. There you go. It's kind of an old reference. Uh, right, because she, she won the decathlon. So there you go. I'm following In the seventies. I'm following all your references there. Good. <laughs> um, the um, uh, I'm looking at the various parts of the country where they're opening back up, at, uh, and like in the New York, the overnight part of the country. New York region to accelerate reopening. New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut are pushing ahead with a May 19th reopening plan. And, like, this is some pretty serious reopening. Like, things really, really open Uh here in a couple of weeks. Where there are other parts of the country that have been open the entire time, and other parts of the country that are still closed for the most part. Right. And and then I saw another uh, Biden administration person saying, yes, the fall is possible for schools reopening. It is possible, but we'll have to keep an eye on things. I, you got to be kidding me. You're, th- you're keeping, you're holding it out there that we're going to, oh boy. All right. I'm telling you, power given is never relinquished or is relinquished as slowly as possible. Boy, that's uh, certainly seen a lesson in that. My favorite story yesterday was the New York Post getting a hold of all these internal memos between the second biggest teachers union in the country. Oh, yes. And uh, and how it would appear that the CDC copied and pasted the exact language, the exact wording, the exact paragraphs that the teachers unions wanted the government to say, the Biden uh, administration to say. They wrote the guidance for the CDC. Teachers, second biggest teachers union actually wrote the language, yes. We, we should get to that at the bottom of the hour. That's a good story. I mean, it's Nail them. Nail them. freaking unbelievable. And uh, we're, in theory, pulling out of Afghanistan, and there were a couple of giant blasts in recent days we ought to take a look at that's pretty pretty dang interesting. Um, it would appear the Taliban is ready to just, like, jump on this and take over, like, the second we're out of there. 
Oh, I'm sure. Which is not, Absolutely. Not really surprised anybody. They killed 27 over the weekend. Part of the agreement is that they do not do this sort of thing until we're gone. But uh, they're not waiting, and what are we going to do about it? Nothing. Maybe leave even faster. Hmm. Um, what was one other story that I was really excited about getting to? Oh, this here's a long one that I want to do later. I want to read practically the whole dang thing. Brett Stevens in the New York Times. Biden's plan promises permanent decline as he looks at various other social welfare states around the world and how well they're doing. Your France's, your Great Britain's, your Greece's, etc., and how we're headed the same direction and fast. I was contemplating this very question uh, today, this morning, and uh, I think the real argument about what Biden is doing and the argument that ought to be made is you're changing, you're messing with the DNA of the American culture. From a work culture, a striving culture, an achieving culture, to a dependent culture. Well, and I don't care how attractive it is to get checks. You cannot mess with the DNA and, and know what sort of monster you're going to produce. Yeah, well, that second part is uh, you know, your interpretation of it. But that first part is everybody's interpretation of it. People left and right. So nobody's denying that this is a major change. To the way we structure society, the whether it's a good thing or bad thing, people differ on. But nobody's right. saying no. This is just kind of tinkering around the edges. Everybody's saying this is huge. This is changing the way we've done America for the whole time into something else. So, and whenever you're doing that, well, that's really the essence of being a conservative. Well, apparently, go ahead, finish, and then I'll get back to what if I was saying. Things are going well, or if anything's uh, working, yeah. you conserve that. You hang on to it. You don't think, well, we it'll, it'll be fine. We can change the way we've been doing it, and everything will continue to be fine. That's what being a conservative is. Right, right. Well, I'm, I'm afraid uh, the brilliance of my message may have passed by you, which reminds me I've got a feature on identifying narcissists later. Um, but <laughs> Hilarious. The West, the, the left, rather, is so good at messaging compared to conservatives who just want to get back to work and let people do whatever they want to do, you know, liberty. You need the right words. You need the right messaging. And I think the Republican Party needs to adopt the idea we are tinkering with the DNA of America. Everybody is freaked out by messing with things DNA. The left with their their genetically modern, you know, modified food or whatever stuff that I don't worry about in the least. The idea of messing with the DNA, I think, is a powerful metaphor, and we need to pitch that. That's a pretty conservative good one. America. Get that to Mitch McConnell, whoever. That's a pretty good one. Will do. Get Mitch McConnell on the line. That's a better version of it than I've heard from anybody else. Yeah. What, it, it, what, what sort of monster will we become? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. And progress. Well, you got a decent idea. France, Greece. It's the um. Uh, who? What was the name? You've all. Wrote the book. Levin? Uh, yeah, but the book is... Um, uh, inst- institution In defense of institutions? Anyway, it's Thomas Paine versus Edmund Burke, and it's just the idea of can you mess around with things and just and, and they're always going to turn out better? Uh, if you have progress, progressive, it's going to be better, or do you got to hang on to things and move very, very slowly because you don't know what you're going to unleash when you start messing with stuff? Well, I hate to lean on old sayings, but all change is not progress. Uh, it's time to introduce everybody in the squad. 
Uh, it's teamwork that makes the dream work. We all know that. There's our technical director, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi this morning, Michael. I'm just trying to calm down, actually. I'm full of adrenaline. I woke up. My alarm didn't go off or some, something. I must have hit it and uh, went back to sleep or something. So I ended up waking up like a half hour later than I normally would. That yeah. makes a big difference. And uh, I got here plenty of time. We got everything set, but... I don't need a ring cam to see what happens outside my front door in the middle of the night. I want a ring cam for those <laughs> occasions when that happens so I can say, what actually happened? Like, did I wake up and turn it off and go back to sleep and don't remember it? Did it fa- It doesn't seem like it could fail. It's a digital computer that is, like, incapable of failing at this. And let's rewind to 10 o'clock last night. Yep, there I am setting it. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, okay. I would love that. Or did somebody sneak in the middle of the room, you know, wearing all black? Exactly. A mask over their head like a raccoon, exactly. over their eyes like a raccoon. Hack into my phone and turn off the alarm. No, but the hard part is, you know, so you're full of adrenaline, then you get here and you set everything up, and then it's like, okay, now you can calm down now, and now it's it's like, breathe, 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 everything's fine, but yet you're still full of yeah. adrenaline, you know? You know, more important than that, and Jack, I'll allow you to take over the mentoring of young Michael as soon as I'm done, uh, because he needs some. Uh, we got some, some advertising copy uh, that was an incoherent mess. It was undeliverable. It was it was terrible. Michael took it and rewrote it, and it's great. There, therefore, he is now in charge of that. Oh, you have yeah. revealed your competence, oh. and you will suffer for it. Yeah, that's a classic one at work. Yep. You're in charge now, sucker. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that, that is the way it works. All right, I've been drafted, huh? <laughs> you should have kept your ability to do that to yourself. Uh, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing quite well. Uh, just a, a quick note. Uh, crypto's going crazy. I'm, uh, I find myself staring more and more at digital art. I will not tell you how many times I refresh the page of these digital apes that I was uh, considering buying uh, one of only so many numbers of mm. at, a, at, a, at a price value that I'm actually uncomfortable discussing. Really? Wow, okay. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Uh, On the other hand, my next band is Digital Apes, 100%. That's the best name ever. It's pretty damn good. So uh, so it's a little pricey, but this is like you have a, you have a, a young uh, lady over to your apartment. You say, would you like to see my Digital Apes? I just got this last week. I'm really proud of it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wow! Take, uh, and, and then you look at it on your phone or your iPad, or uh, probably my computer. On that, okay. there's there's well, uh, tangent side tangent. There are now companies that kind of have frames that you can put your NFTs in and hang on the wall, and they just kind of like play on a loop if there's a video clip That's of it. That's gotta or something be the like next that. step. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, sure. And then you say this is one of only three hundred that exists in mm-hmm. the world, which is no different than having the one of. 1200 that exists of a Thomas Kincaid print, really? Is it? Did you have to go with Thomas Kincaid? (laughs) Whatever. Well, well, that that just screwed the pooch right there. I can't discuss this with a straight face. That's an unfortunate expression. I I will say it is very strange dealing in the world of cryptos where things are priced based on what they're, uh, how much of a crypto coin that they want. So I'll be like, oh, it's .04 of that coin. That's not, and then I'll do the math. Whoa, no, 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 no. I'll uh, I'll pass on this one. It's a foreign currency. You don't know what it's worth. I got to check back in on the, I know this person through a friend who had, I think, 17 bitcoins, but forgot the password. Oh, uh, that's a lot of money. Bought him a long time ago. Bitcoins oh, yeah. Bitcoins are about 55 grand right it's now. So, oh. When he was looking into this, it was like half that. Yeah, but can't oh. remember the password. <laughs> and you can pay people who will, who will get in there for you, but they take 25% or something like that. They now, come with a black mask and a sock full of pennies. Yeah, that's assuming they ever give you your money back at all. 
You right. just say, I tried to get in, I couldn't. We're, what's going on? Oh, man, somebody must have hacked in. You know? What, what are you going to do? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> You know, sometimes I think the intellect uh, blinds the instincts. And I'm picturing Sean having some gal over and going to show her, her his digital apes. You flip open your laptop, you click around, look, there's a picture of some apes. That's just not, that's different than you've got a beautiful photograph of apes on your wall. And I just, I just it okay, seems boomer. so weird to me. I know, right. I know, right. I can't wrap my head around it either. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It's Tuesday, May 4th. Who wants to say it? Happy Star Wars Day, everyone. May the 4th be with you. There you go. Uh, May, May 4th. With you. <laughs> May 4th, 2021. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Anybody who says that will never get layered. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. It used to be that there were 25 companies in the world that made the high-end, cutting-edge chips. And now there are only three. And in the United States, you. Yeah. Talk about that story more later. Buying off more than you can Chewbacca? No, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's not bad. That's pretty good. I mean, um, it's up to their standards. How does mailbag look? It, it it is outstanding. It contains the most eloquent writing ever on the topic of peeing in pools. That was a pivot. You'll be having sex Han Solo. <laughs> you know. If you say, may the fourth be with you. Eh. <laughs> maybe, we should, maybe we should break. You've never actually seen the movies proper, have no, you? No, I have not. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty um, good. Uh, so all that on the way. Text line, on, uh, I don't know what the text line is. 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It was one of those Freedom of Freedom of Information Request Acts that uh, got the actual emails between the second biggest teachers union in America and the CDC. And one of the emails uses a term, thought partners. The CDC appreciate, appreciates being your thought partner on releasing these guidelines about uh, school openings. Thought partner? Not, um, you know... Uh, Extortionist, look, you know, shakedown—the sort of thing where you know you just leverage somebody. We're we appreciate you being our puppet. Yeah, exactly. How about that we you we're going to give you serious pain as one of your biggest contributors if you don't go along with us. We're your thought partner. Hardball, man. Hardball. Mailbag. Your freedom-loving quotes of the day this week, and perhaps into next week. I'm deciding on John Adams, the second president of the U.S., a one-termer. Has everybody read John Adams? You should read John Adams by David McCall. It's 700 pages, but it's pretty good. It's a good book. Really enjoyable. Remember, democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts, and murders itself. There was never a democracy yet that did not commit suicide. Yeah. <laughs> And that is actually a good freedom-loving quote of the day because it reminds you you have to be vigilant against the things that cause the waste, exhaustion, and, and suicide of democracies. Now, he thought Jefferson was, uh, uh, you know, uh, going to do it. Jefferson thought he was going to do it. So, right. I mean, since the founding, 
There have been plenty of people thinking the other side's about to ruin America, but this time we are correct. The Biden administration is actually going to put us on the irretrievable uh, path toward ruin. I believe that's correct, yeah. But uh, the push and pull between Adams and Jefferson or like Thomas Paine and Alexander Hamilton, that's what got us at the enduring system that we have. Uh, it's, it's really it's a miracle of, of chemistry and history and other things. Speaking of chemistry, uh, Eric of Astoria, Oregon, writing eloquently on the topic of peeing in the pool. The straight poop on peeing in the pool is his topic. Regarding your discussion on pools and urinating in them, it is a pet peeve of mine. Oh, boy. That, yeah, get a hint at where this is going. That this problem is not accurately characterized. First off, while urine is not sterile, as commonly believed, the main reason why we shouldn't empty our collective bladders in the public swimming pool is because urea... Wait, wait a second. Do you need to follow that with a reason? The main reason we shouldn't empty our bladders in the public swimming pool. Yes. Does there need to be an explanation for that? Yes. Clearly. Do you need a long explanation for why I shouldn't whiz in your Wheaties? <laughs> it's a sickener. Uh, the, the main reason is because urea, and to a lesser degree uric acid, react with pool chlorination compounds. By reacting uh, with free chlorine, nitrogen-containing substances that we excrete, produce chloramines, stinging the eyes and generally irritating the mucosa. Oh, okay. It even produces a small amount of cyanogen chloride that was once investigated as a chemical warfare agent. Mm. I st- Eyes stinging, no peeing, should be the cri de corps emblazoned in signs and placards across this fine nation. Good info to have to convince me that swimming in your excrement is a bad idea. <laughs> a well-constructed and eloquent argue, uh, argument, Eric. Thank you. Well done. Teachers' unions dictating policy. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. How did you like doing this from home? Is it difficult with all the glitches? Um, I didn't like virtual. You didn't? No. No. So that's Joe Biden asking a couple of little kids, how do you like the Zoom school? I don't like it. Too many glitches. I don't like it. Didn't like it, it at all. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I wonder how many people, you know, in the bubble, whether media or government, are aware that practically every kid, I mean, it's almost entirely universal, that they don't like it and don't think they're learning anything. And same with the parents of the kids. So, Right, although the, the parents of the kids in the blue states think the COVID is 80 times more dangerous than, than it is. Of course, you know, some of those stats have got to be reworked with the new variants, but uh, we will um, rework them as we get the information. More on the schools in just a second. Uh, we will later talk about uh, one of the wealthiest couples in the world's getting a divorce, and I think the media is trying to pretend that they're covering this as a news story and not just doing this as a celebrity divorce. But um, what's the other thing I wanted to talk about? And I had a, I had a good tease. It was going to be great. No, that's really too gonna, bad. Really gonna. Oh, I watched uh, about half a Mank last night. I want to talk a little bit about that. Did you really? Wasn't that up for a gazillion awards? Oh, yeah. It nominated a, most nominated, I think, but only one like for technical production stuff. Most nominated. That's right. It was the most nominated movie in the Oscars. Man, it is. I would love to see it on the big screen. It is spectacular really? looking. Hmm. Just amazing the way it was shot. Are you going to actually get me to watch Mank? I might. Yeah, it's a movie about a movie. Careful. So far, it's pretty damn good. Anyway, more on that later. 
So, New York Post with a big exclusive yesterday using the Freedom of Information Act that you wouldn't think you'd need to use to get information that we, the public, should have. But their headline, Powerful Teachers Unions Influenced CDC on School Reopenings. Influenced, I'd say, they wrote their uh, policies. Anyway, here's a report from uh, Fox on how that all went down. And the clip will come now. Here we go with the clip. This clip is going to Emails your... obtained by the New York Post through a Freedom of Information Act request from the group Americans for Public Trust show several communications between the CDC and the country's second largest teachers union in the days leading up to the release of the agency's guidelines for reopening schools. In one email, the American Federation of Teachers told the CDC, quote, Thank you for your continued openness to our suggestions and input, and added this suggestion. It would be great to see the insertion of some variation of the following. In the event high community transmission results from a new variant of SARS-CoV-2, a new update of the guidelines may be necessary. And indeed, just one day later, a nearly identical line appeared in the CDC's official guidelines. Both the CDC and the teachers union say that these kinds of communications are normal and routine. Are they? (laughs) So uh, it's particularly people on the left that have regularly hated lobbying influences to write law or policy. But in this case, these teachers unions, and we could we could go through some of the words, but I mean, it's paragraphs that are word for word written by the teachers union and then the CDC just copied and pasted, changing like two words. Now, how is it possible that the teachers union has the best version of the information that the Centers for Disease Control wants to get out on schooling in America? <laughs> well, and better than the CDC itself. Better than they could is ever. The crazy write. part. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. Uh, just back to one of your previous points. Yeah, people hate special interests until it's theirs. Then they yeah. like them very much. Yeah. Um, at one point, the CDC person uh, writing back to the teachers union person, really appreciate your being a, our thought partner on this. Thought partner as in you wrote the policy? Thought partner. Yeah. So they, I, first of all, I like the fact that the CDC runs this by the teachers unions before it's released. So they come up with their um, big, highly anticipated back in February how open can schools be guidelines before they're going to tell America about that? They're going to run it by the teachers union. See, so, you know, basically saying, are you okay with all this? Teachers unions, uh, want an extra paragraph in there about, but we still have the right to blah, blah, blah. And they just, uh, okay. And they just put it in there. So you have to get final approval. It just seems like it's completely freaking backwards. Well, and how odd is it that you're appealing to a teachers union for health policy? Are you going to ask the truck drivers union about preserving the species of birds or the bird watchers union about economic policy? That makes no sense. So the um, the teachers union also demanded special remote work concessions for teachers who, quote, who have documented high risk conditions or who are at increased risk for COVID. And that similar arrangements should extend to staff who have a household member with similar risks. A lengthy provision of that made it into the text and the final guidance. Um, sort of things that people going to grocery stores and Home Depots and all kinds of different places to work in your community. They don't have that, but for the kids to get back in school, they want to do that extra stuff in there. Right. The final CDC guidance won high praise from the teachers union. Yeah, I suppose it did. <laughs> after they sent it back to you twice to make sure you were pleased with it before they released it to the country. Today, the CDC met fear of the pandemic with facts and evidence, the union said on February 12th. 
once the CDC had released their own, you know, the teachers union's own written version of the policy, we're really happy with the policy the CDC has released. Great. They gave uh, Polly the parrot a cracker. Many Good were, mimicry. Many are puzzled and angered by what they see as the CDC willfully ignoring the science. Yeah, because the science has been around for a long time. Your Dr. Fauci's and others. Some of these people who are overly careful, in my opinion, have been saying schools need to open, but they still slow-rolled it because that's what the teachers union wanted. Um, ignoring the science and slow walking and return to in-person learning, even as mounting evidence showed schools were not a primary source of coronavirus infections, as long as they followed mitigation strategies. Uh, in a widely viewed CNN interview on February 14th, anchor Jake Tapper grilled uh, the participants in this and demanded to know why the guidelines would allow schools in areas with high coronavirus community spread, known as red zones, to opt out of in-person reopening, noting that 99% of U.S. kids fell within those areas according to a CNN Alice. Can you point to any scientific reason for students in the United States not to return to in-person classes tomorrow, Jake Tapper demanded on several times. Wow. I remember we played that clip. He just said it several times, and they basically wouldn't answer. If you're in middle school or high school, we'd advocate for virtual learning for that group, and then it's just copy and pasted from the CDC, or from the teachers' union over to the CDC. It's just it's unbelievable. They, they went against the science because it was to their benefit to strong arm the whole country to give them more money, and the CDC went right along with it. Right. Ignoring we, they're, they're the Centers for Disease Control. That's supposed to be the backstop of science. They're supposed to be the, the, the science. Yeah, we don't do politics. We do science. They actually do politics like unfiltered. They don't even rewrite their politics. That's That's shocking, man. I didn't have a lot of love for the CDC uh, at this point. Now I've got, like, none. I think they ought to shut up. It's really freaking troubling. What percentage of the population it. do you think is ever going to hear this about this? It, it, New York Post and Fox, if you're not into that, then then no. Because it's not going to be on any of the other networks. No. Well, That's just, well, it's just it's so damned frustrating. You know, one thing you can do, my friends, if you're uh, annoyed and frustrated by this as we are, is uh, I'm sure we'll check during the commercials, but I'm sure there will be a link to this story under hot links at armstrongandgetty.com. Send it around to your friends. Spread the word. I mean, if you're okay with sending political stuff to your friends, uh, because that's kind of, you know, a party foul in some circles, but... I just I, I I'm not frustrated by the existence of this sort of crap because I already know it happens. I'm frustrated that people will not hear about it and we will not hold our government to account because of the political bias of the media. It's, that frustrates me. It's not surprising to me that the teachers unions lobbied the CDC f- f- to try to get them to go a certain direction. <clears throat> and I get it. That's fine. But the fact that the CDC not they didn't even feel like the we need to put it in our own words, of course. So we'll we'll bend over backwards to make sure the teachers union's happy so that their contributions keep coming in. We'll go against our own science to make the teachers unions happy. But we gotta reword it. We can't just copy and paste it. No, they just they just copy and pasted it. Yeah. Like crazy. happens like happens all across the country in newsrooms and all kinds of different places in the modern world. Yeah, companies you take the or, press release and then put your call letters on it. Yeah, um, we'll probably talk more about that later. So the big celebrity divorce is Melinda and Bill Gates uh, are divorcing, and Sean and I were just discussing how 
it kind of seems every news organization is trying to, they came up with a hook to make it seem like it's news and they're still just doing news, could rock the the charity world. But then they get into all kinds of stuff of spousal support and the date of their separation and uh, what might have been behind marriage. So it's clearly just gossip about a celebrity couple divorcing. And then they throw in a word about, they're a big in charity and who knows how this will affect it. But it's obviously just Did you hear who's getting divorced? That's what the story is. I've got to admit, my only interest in the story is, uh, oh, I wonder why, uh, who's uh, pissed off or whatever. What's going on there? Yeah. Right. No, it's it's completely. This news story. The date of the separation is not clear. They're going to appear in court in April. She is not seeking spousal support, but yeah. Okay. So what happened to the whole charity angle of the story? I thought that's what your your hook was. (laughs) That's the hook. It's just the hook. Come on. So will uh, will it be one of those deals? They've been together for a long time, 25 years, something like that. Is it one of those deals where now they will both be the, like, 13th and 14th richest people in the world, and Bill Gates will no longer show up at the top of that list? Probably, Probably something like that. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to continue to work together on the charity, I guess. So, all right, fine. I yeah. don't care. I just don't care. I don't care either. I, I wish them no. both as much happiness as either one of them can handle. It moved my needle not an iota yeah. either direction, that story. But I just think it's funny that it's being reported as if it's a news story. It's no Here. different than A-Rod and J-Lo divorcing, really. It's just a celebrity couple. So a little more money. through philanthropy circles, will it? Really? <laughs> will really? it? I don't, I don't run in those circles, and I don't know anybody who does. Hey, Coca-Cola. How does Bill Gates stay away well, from every wealthy cougar that comes his way at a oh, charity event? Oh, that would Jeez. be miserable. Oh, no kidding. How would you ever, and all sports stars have this problem, too, or everybody who's super famous, but um, when you're as rich as Bill Gates, how would you ever know if anybody actually liked you at this oh, point in your life? Right, right. Yeah, that would that would weird you out. Ah, uh, he's got to he's got to get some uh, some gal who doesn't know who he is, and I don't maybe Russian mail order pride. <laughs> that uh, seems maybe, like a great idea. Maybe ha- have a woman cloned in the laboratory. Another great idea. Thank you. Of course, he Thank is you. going to blot out the sun in a couple of years, right? Well, to cool off the earth for That's going to be his pickup yeah. line. Hey, so did you hear? I'm going to blot out the sun. Yeah, all by myself. I'm going to blot out the sun. I'm going to lower the temperature of the earth by myself. Maybe but that's gonna... what broke him up. That could be. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, you can't blot out the sun. I'm going to blot it out to cool the earth. That's too much. Between this and your snoring. I'd uh, I'd come on to chicks. Look, I'm going to blot out the sun, but I'm going to put one little hole in the blotter, and there's going to be a, sun, a shaft of sunlight on this little island. Just me and you in the sunlight, baby. Maybe I've blotted out the sun, but you're lighting up this room. Something like that. We keep working on that. That's good. That's a good rough draft. Send that to the CDC. You'll see it in the next guidelines. Coca-Cola appears to be rethinking their wokeness that was causing so much storm and drong earlier. The whole lecturing America and, and, and boycotting and the rest of it. They've canned the person. Well, they've promoted the Bottle. person in charge of that. Oh. And announced that uh, they're rethinking the, that process. So we'll bring that to you, among other things. Coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. angry at us for putting a song in their head yesterday. If you didn't hear that, stay tuned. If you'd like a worm in your ear, 
Uh, Earworm. It's so disgusting if you think about it. Biden's ruining America, according to Brett Stevens of the New York Times. I appreciate the New York Times airing that piece or uh, allowing that to be printed, but we'll talk Mm -hmm. about that in hour two. Indeed. Uh, I just got an uh, email with links uh, from a Cal Unicornia teacher. Some of the indoctrination your kids are getting in schools in the blue states, the anti-racism garbage. Tell you what, get your kids out of public schools. Oh. I know that's hard. I know it's expensive. I know. Where do you get off telling me to do that? I know, I know, I know, I know. I know exactly what I sound like. It is so evil. It is so scary what they are teaching your kids. Anyway, moving along. Uh, on a similar topic, Coca-Cola getting a lot of attention during the last year or so. You remember they had a training video encouraging employees to be less white. You know, some of that uh, white fragility crap. They criticized Georgia, their home state, for perfectly reasonable voting fidelity laws. Well, this is an interesting story on a couple of levels. Their big-time, diversity-obsessed attorney, Bradley Gaton, abruptly resigned last week as the company's general counsel just months after he introduced aggressive diversity initiatives. Why is a fizzy brown drink have aggressive diversity initiatives? Well, you know, you could argue that they're a giant corporation, they do a lot of business, and so they want to make sure they're doing it in the right way. All right. But their diversity plan... So don't support the Klan rally? Brought to you by Coca-Cola. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Don't give them. Don't give them free drinks at the Klan rally. Uh, let's see. They had thirty percent of all lawyer time had to be black attorneys. All sorts of crazy stuff. The 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 the, the, the training. The white fragility garbage. Evidently, this guy was kind of the the driver of it. Um, and and he abruptly resigned after eight months. And Coke is saying uh, very nice things. Oh, he's a fine man. He'll be missed. We'll be keeping uh, parts of the diversity initiative, but that most of it was on pause. So the new gal in his position said the diversity initiative is on pause. We're going to evaluate all of it. They plan to adopt some of his strategies and passions. Every There's more to come, et cetera. So the one thing I found kind of interesting is this guy, all right, let me scroll down to that. This guy was hired for, oh, man, this article's so long, $12 million Woo! plus $666,666 a month. You know, uh, do you get free month. Coke if you work there? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. I, I, there's probably a, uh, what, a tap, like like everywhere. Every 10 feet, just in awesome. the walls. <laughs> you have no teeth. they'd rot out of your head so that's interesting i wonder if that uh, is a trend or just a blip we'll we'll stay tuned and enjoy an ice cold rc cola while we wait (laughs) a couple of texts i need to get to for you including uh the song that we put in your head we'll tell you about that in just a second um things we were just talking about i'm on my way to work at school that is no longer requiring masks gotta love wyoming wyoming liberty so uh, I have a, uh, I have schools near me that are still Zoom. You got schools some places where they're in person and not even wearing masks anymore. So that's how much it can vary from place to place. And it's not really about the COVID. Not really. Um, Cal- no, the Cal- 500 educators in the San Francisco district got health exemptions. Cal- so the kids are going to school and looking at screens. California's got the lowest uh, COVID positivity rate in the entire nation and the most closed schools. How do you right. like that? 
How do you like? How do you freaking like that? I, I got to calm down. I got my kid in a private school, so I just. But still makes me mad. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. That stupid, beautiful balloon song was in my dreams all night. Sorry for bringing you this yesterday. Yes. Yes, that will stick in your head for quite a while. Would you like to fly? And they were no. selling cruises with their music? With Eventually it became an airline jingle. But okay. it was just a okay. plain hit song that I guess people would dance to at some point. Or I don't know. How? I love the breathiness of the singing. Would you like to fly? No, breathier. We need breathier. Uh, okay. Would you like to fly? No, 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 no. A little breathier if you can do <laughs> Would you like to fly? <laughs> Let's hear it again. Come on. People are hearing that in their dreams at night, and we've done our job. <laughs> um, Biden said schools were, would open at the end of his first 100 days. Has he explained the flip to maybe fall that is a person put out over the weekend? Has the lamestream media even asked the question? I, no, no, no. <laughs> schools are open. Schools are open near me one day a week for two hours for three of the kids. Schools are open, parrots, the idiot freaking media. Now I'm mad. I need to calm down. <laughs> <sighs> We're talking about Bruce Jenner running for governor and a slogan. How about a new generation? But you spell it with Jenner. A new generation. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's actually pretty good. You know what? I need to calm down. A nice balloon ride. <laughs> okay, uh, hit it. Uh, hit it. Uh, hit it. Yes, all you can see for miles. <laughs> so relaxing. Armstrong and Getty.